Happy Lord's Day. It's so good to be with you all. This is probably the most packed I've seen this church in a very, very long time. Um, we've had to put some extra seats out in the cafe. Uh, wow, it's awesome to be here with you all. Uh, and welcome back to our students. Or if this is your first time here, if you're a freshman, welcome <laughs> for the first time. Uh, it's great to have you here at St. Thomas. Uh, it's a very exciting day because tomorrow your classes start. Uh, you get to meet your professors. You get to meet your classmates. Uh, some of you have already been rushing sororities and fraternities. That's awesome. I've been seeing the pictures. Um, so congrats with that, those of you who have been receiving bids. Um, it's great to be here. It's, it's, a, it's a start of something that's very new, um, familiar for some of us, but at the same time, there's something that's not familiar. <laughs> We're starting the semester in the midst of a pandemic, uh, something that none of us in this room have ever done before. Um, and for those of us who were at the end of this last semester, we kind of had an idea how this was, maybe briefly, before things kind of shut down. Um, I want to say, if you were in the high school graduating class of 2020 this past semester, my biggest kudos to you for having to graduate high school in this pandemic, and now you're starting college in the midst of all of this. I think if anyone has, has a great amount of fortitude that, that inspires the rest of us here, it's you those of you who are first-time freshmen, starting this new chapter in your life amidst so much uncertainty, not just with starting college, maybe not also just moving away from home, but also the fact that you had to graduate high school, that high school didn't finish for you the way that you expected it to. And here you are now starting college, not the way that you initially expected to. So thank you for being here. Thank you for saying yes to that call that the Lord has given you to come here to Thibodeau, to Nickel State University. We are so glad you are here. And so with that, you know, it's funny that the reading tonight is, is, is the reading of Peter stepping out of the boat, Peter walking on the water. And there's so many things happening in this reading. One of the first things that we see is, first of all, Jesus is going by himself to pray. We see that this is right after the feeding of the 5,000 people we heard about last Sunday. Jesus goes off by himself. He sends the disciples off. He goes by himself to pray. And he does this every now and then, especially he's about to work a miracle or a series of miracles. What happens at the end of this gospel, they're going to reach the other side of the sea at Genezareth. Jesus is going to heal all kinds of people. And so he's going to be doing those healing miracles. And then he also does the miracle here with Peter, where he walks on the water himself and then tells Peter to also walk on the water. And so Jesus knows that any time that he's about to do something really, really significant, he has to go pray. Jesus models that for us. Anytime we're about to start something very significant in our lives, Jesus goes and prays. He realizes that he still has to commune with the Father. He still has to go and ask the Father, Lord, help me to do your will, not my will, but your will. We see him say this prayer, this petition, so many times when he's teaching the disciples the Our Father and then also in the agony in the garden where he says, Lord, if this cup may pass from me, let it so, but not my will, but your will be done. And so he goes off and he prays. And he models this for the disciples. You know, they ask him in the Gospels, Lord, teach us how to pray. And he teaches them not only the words, how, like maybe the structure of how they're supposed to pray, he also models that. He tells them, go in your room in secret, and your father who sees in secret will repay you in secret. And then he shows them what it looks like to actually go by himself to pray. He doesn't just tell them, he models them how to pray. He goes and he finds solitude. And on the flip side of that, we see the, the disciples in the boat, they're already going across the sea, and the winds, it's storming, um, and it's just the waves are crazy. kind of reminds us of what's going on in the world right now. It's kind of hard to know what's true, what's not. reminds me of when I go fishing and I get stuck in a rainstorm. You can't see anything. You can't see where to go back to the launch because you can't tell what direction you're going. Same thing with them. They just seem kind of lost, kind of just floating aimlessly on the Sea of Galilee until Jesus comes 
and finds them walking, and he walks on the water. So then, let's look at what happens with Peter. He calls Peter, and Peter, like, wants to get out the boat. Like, he sees Jesus, and he says, Lord, if it's you, like, tell me to walk to you on the water. And Jesus says, all right, if you want to do it, come, come walk. And so Peter starts, he steps out of the boat, and he's walking. And then what happens? He gets distracted by everything, and he sinks. I think Peter gets a bad rap in this gospel reading in this episode because of the fact that he sinks, that he loses faith. Imagine being one of the other disciples in the boat and saying, ha, 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 look at Peter, that self-righteous twit. Um, like, <laughs> of course you're going to fall. Like, you know, oh, prideful Peter, you know, oh, Jesus calls you the rock. Well, guess what? You just sank like a rock, you know. Um, imagine what they're thinking. But imagine Peter when he gets back in the boat. He gets to look at them and say, I may have sank, but y'all, I just walked on water. Like, did y'all not just see me walk on the water? Like, isn't that so cool? Yeah, I may have sunk, but you know what? It's okay now. I can look back on it and laugh that I sunk because you know what? I realized something very important. I bet you Peter never forgot that lesson. That from then on, he had a, a newfound trust in the Lord. That not only, I mean, Lord knows how far Peter was from Jesus when he sang. Maybe he was halfway. Maybe he noticed how far away Jesus was, and maybe that's when he sank. I can't imagine, like, if he was halfway, Jesus somehow just coming in and swooping Peter before he completely drowns. That is awesome, too, the fact that Jesus just comes in and swoops in before he can be swallowed up by the sea. Especially in these times, you know, for starting this new semester, I think that's a, that's a very clear call for us as well, that Jesus is asking us, you know, come out to walk. You know, I know it looks crazy. I know everything around you looks absolutely hectic. But I know you want to walk. I know you want to get through the semester. I know you want to take these steps because this is where I'm calling you in your life. Don't be afraid to do it. Don't focus on what's going on around you. I want you to focus just on me, like this laser vision. Any of you in here who have been to boot camp in some form with the military, you know what laser vision looks like when your drill sergeant looks at you and locks eyes and you're thinking, oh, dang, I messed up. Same thing. We need to have that laser vision when we see Jesus, when he's telling us, I want you to follow me. I want you to step out of the boat. I'm going to carry you. I'm going to make you walk on the water. I'm going to make you walk on the waves. Just don't get distracted. What he's trying to tell us, and this is something I've heard several times, is the main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing. I'll say that again. The main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing. Jesus wants to be the main thing. If he's not the main thing, we've got it all wrong. So the main thing is to keep Jesus as the main thing. No matter what we're doing here this semester, in exams, projects, labs, sororities, fraternities, anything that we do, if Jesus isn't the main thing, if he's not the driving force between any of our decisions here this semester, we've got it all wrong. What are we here for? Are we here because we're just trying to check a box for mom and dad? Are we just trying to say I graduated college and then I don't really know what I want to do with my life afterwards? Or are we here to discern a call? Are we here to discern what God is asking for us in our lives, in our vocations? What is this all about? And so you have the sense of stepping out of the boat. You know, I remember whenever I was leaving McNeese, I went there for a year. And those of you who've been here for at least 10 years at St. Thomas, y'all probably know that I have a twin brother. So I used to, we used to come here when Father Joey was here, we would serve Mass. I remember leaving my twin brother the first time. We had been living together for 19 years. We weren't just roommates, we were roommates. All right? So imagine that. So 
you know, so we've been, we've been, we grew up together, we go to college together for a year, and that's what I make the, the decision to go to seminary, and we split for the first time in 19 years. Boy, that was stepping out of the boat. I didn't know what to expect, because my whole life, I grew up being one of two. I learned how to do things being one of two. I had to learn how to do things being just one, one person, stepping out of the boat, following the Lord to the seminary, and Lord knows how that would have gone back then seven years ago, stepping out of the boat and learning how to be by myself, following the Lord on my own. Notice in the Gospels we never see any of the apostles by themselves, with the exception of John, who's at the foot of the cross for the crucifixion. All the other episodes in the Gospels, we never see the disciples alone. They're either in pairs, they're in groups. Even when Jesus has his, little, his, his small little group, he has... Uh, Peter, James, and John, they're there together as, as three. You never see them by themselves. You never see them go off to pray by themselves. In a way, the disciples are kind of stuck in this safety net of being with each other. They haven't learned yet how to get out of that safety net. They haven't learned how to follow Jesus on their own. And this is one of the first times we see Peter calling one of them, to, to step out away from the others, to walk on the water, to step out of the same boat as the other 11, and to start following him. And Peter's doing it, and he's making great strides at first. But he can't quite do it completely yet. In fact, he won't do it until he actually needs to go to Rome, where he will later be martyred. In fact, we still don't see the disciples disperse until well after the resurrection. We see them still stuck together in the same room on Pentecost Sunday, where they finally receive the Holy Spirit together. You see them huddled together uh, when Jesus appears to them for the first time. You know, they kind of, they have this little safety net. Which is good because they're all there because Jesus called them. That's a great bond to have. And we hear St. Elred of Raveau talk about that. He talks about two different kinds of friendships. We have worldly friendships and then we have spiritual friendships. Worldly friendships are the friendships that we have because we have similar interests with the other person. Whether it be golf, bowling, uh, video games, you name it. You have kind of similar interests, but spiritual friendships are the one where you're there. You are friends because you have a mutual love for Jesus Christ. And so the disciples have this. They're there because Jesus called them. But it's not until after the resurrection, after Pentecost Sunday, that you see them going to the ends of the world. James goes to Spain. Thomas goes to India. Peter goes to Rome. And they all end up dying in those places. It's not until much later. It takes them time. They can't do it even right after the resurrection. It takes them time for them each to individually and alone follow Christ. And that's the invitation for us with this pandemic, with the social distancing, when you know, we've really been confined to our houses, to our homes for so many months. You know, that's the, the call lately is to be, is, is Jesus telling us, can you step out of the boat by yourself? Can you follow me when no one else is around? That's the question. That's what we're here to talk about. That's how we need to start this semester, is to ask ourselves, amidst all this uncertainty with starting the semester, am I willing to take that first step? Am I willing to follow Jesus? And am I willing to follow him and find him in solitude and quiet? I think we are terrified by silence at times. We're terrified by just going and, and, and just experiencing God in silence. I think silence makes us uneasy. We can't sit still in silence. And that's one of the hardest things to do, but it's so necessary. Look at what Elijah does in the first reading. He goes and he finds a cave. He's running from the prophets of Baal. He's running from Jezebel. And he finds this cave. 
And there's earthquakes, there's fires, there's everything. It sounds like the earth is falling apart around him. But guess what? He hears the voice of the Lord in the whisper, and that's when he comes out. So as we welcome you back this semester, especially for your first time here, well, our hope for you is that St. Thomas can be the mountain where you come to pray, just as Jesus did, and it can also be the cave. I think of that adoration chapel as the cave. Someplace so quiet, so still, you could hear a pin drop in that adoration chapel. Let that be your cave where you hear the whisper of the Lord there. Let this be the mountain where you come and you find Jesus here. And so we pray for you. We give you our blessing here at this Mass as you start this semester. All the students, all the teachers, please know we are here for you. So please, you're always welcome here throughout the day. Uh, if you ever need to talk, we are here for you. This place is here to serve you. Um, and so with that, let us always remember the main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing.